I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, welcome to the Airbus Podcast, guys. You know the sound. You know the vibrations. I am Jamel Johnson. And I am Mike. I am controlling the sounds. Barely. Welcome oh to the Airbus Podcast. <laughs> Happy basketball. Hey, it's basketball. It's happy, right? It's been it's been very happy. It's been a great round one of the playoffs. You know, it's uh it's been wonderful so far. I'm enjoying it. Are you? Man, I'm having a goddamn blast. I lost one hundred and sixty five dollars this weekend, and I'm looking to make it one hundred and eighty. <laughs> what you what you bet? Okay, so tonight. Well, first off, I had a crazy I had a crazy one going with every. Every result plus total points. And yeah, I was gonna be right, but the Warriors fucked me. But what I still have alive, you want me to name them all? Yeah. Okay. Here's my parlay that is still alive at the time of this recording. Bones Highland had to have 10 points. He ended up with like 16. Aaron Gordon had to have six boards. Draymond seven rebounds. Wiggins, 15 points, all happened. Now we're on to the next game. I need Trey and P.J. Tucker to hit two threes each. Plus, Bam Adebayo has to have eight boards. Finally, the Suns game this evening. I need JaVale McGee and Mikael Bridges to each have four boards and Jay Crowder to hit two threes. And I will win $750. It all sounds pretty doable because uh, a lot of the guys like, like Jay Crowder only, you know, 
shoots threes from now, corner threes, and, and JaVale McGee is pretty much just out there getting rebounds, and he's been looking real good against the Pelicans. Um, I think you're going to win somewhere $50. I hope I do. Uh, the fact that uh, Wiggins came through for me today means, you know, I- I'm in the right spot. But we will get to that and probably more gambling talk uh, after we get some business out of the way. Uh, by the way, we are we are down one Peter Moses today. Uh, we don't know where he is. The last we heard from him, he had just uh, had a few beers and was coming home from the Yankees game. And now, yeah. uh, two hours later, uh, he did not show up to our court. Peter got beat up by some Dominican guys outside of the stadium. And he's fine. His pride is wounded mostly. Yeah, that's that's about it. Yeah. I don't even think he got beat up. I think they just made fun of his uh hat. He probably had a dumb hat on. And, and that is like the equivalent of, of, of beating up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. If you say uh, his hat's stupid, you know what happens next. Yeah. Uh well look, if you want to support the buds uh and help pay Peter's uh therapy bills after getting made fun of by some Dominican guys. Uh, go to Airbuds. I'm sorry. Go to patreoncom Pod. Five dollars a month gets you bonus episodes every week. It gets you bonus shows from time to time. It gets you access to our Discord, which is always popping off with insane conversations. Uh, and then, if you can't help us out financially, look. All you got to do is go to Apple Podcasts or Spotify and click five stars. All right, like those really help us out. Uh, and if you write a review on Apple Podcasts and it's a five star review. Sometimes we will read uh, read them on the air, like I'm about to do with this one right here. Uh, we got this one. Uh, it says headline is pretty solid, and it's from Armadillo16, who gave us five stars and says, "I started listening because they had an episode with Joe Mandy, and I like Joe Mandy. It was a good episode, but I stayed listening because one of the white guys kind of sounds like Joe Mandy, so I stuck around. Sometimes I talk basketball, and sometimes they make jokes." Accurate. Very accurate. Accurate. I'm guessing Peter's the one that sounds like Joe Mandy because uh, that's what I think. And I my, my voice is a little oafish and dumb sounding. They both have they both have excellent voices. I don't know. Honestly, I think y'all both sound like Pete Holmes. You just hurt my feelings so much. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I I said that to be funny and then it really hurt. I didn't I'm sorry. I take that back immediately. Um like literally, like you could have, you could have reached into the bag of comedians that I wouldn't have cared about ninety nine point nine percent of them, and you pulled out the one dagger. Yep, that's yep. that is why I podcast. That is why Jamal is a pro. That's why he is the uh, what is it? What, what are you? The silent killer? Oh yeah, some shit like that. Yeah, the, I'm carbon monoxide. You're the uh, the, the the carbon un- monoxide of comedy. The unmotivated crusher, or something. Something, yeah, yeah. The uh, the 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 unprofessional <laughs> stage the lacking stealer. professional uh, yeah. potential guy that gets some laughs. That's me. Yeah. Uh, by the way, this is a, a reference to something Vulture called him. Vulture.com. Big time, big time rag talking about our boy uh, Jamal. So much happen, happening today in basketball. Uh, I guess we might as well jump in right what you were hinting at after you were talking about your bets of, of Wiggins saving your ass. Uh, Wiggins did not save uh, the, the Warriors' uh, chances of sweeping because the Denver Nuggets pulled one out. 
pulled one out because they got the MVP. They got the MVP who was benched with 33 seconds to go because he's a liability on defense. Yeah, he's the MVP. It took five games to take him down. So valuable. The metrics. <laughs> uh, I'm warping right now. I don't give a fuck, man. Every like, I don't care. Joel Embiid is the MVP. I do not care. Yeah, well, I don't want to. I don't want to derail our talk about the series uh, into Joel yeah, Embiid that, yeah, is better uh, that, yeah. right I, away. I, forgive me, but it was a very good game. Did you watch it? I only caught the last five because uh, I was um, out on the streets. Honestly, the best, guys. the best five to catch because that was yeah. right around when the Warriors kind of. I think overcame and I had like a 12 point uh, deficit yeah, at one point. They started, they started moving. Uh, it kind of sucked to see Austin Rivers shine on defense. I just, it'd be nice if he just went away, but uh, you know, good for him. It is crazy that he kind of uh, had the game winning defensive play for the Nuggets. That that lob uh, that out about that side out lob uh, to Wiggins that he kind of intercepted and tipped. Yeah, because if Wiggins caught it, he was getting scored on. Yeah. So shout out Austin Rivers. I know we've uh, I know we've ragged or at least I've ragged on him a lot. Uh, he's he's found he's found his niche in the league, and thank God his his dad gave him a, a chance to develop because uh, he would have been playing overseas probably right now if he didn't sign a deal. With his dad. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think in exchange for not raising him at all, he did do the right thing in keeping him in the league. And it's very nice. Would you okay, let me ask you a question. Please do. Would you take uh the childhood you have, you have a loving uh present father, uh and you know, an intact family with three uh, you know, three beautiful children and you're just, you know, you, you're raised by a dad who's there and, and cares about you and coaches present, your AU team. Or would you rather correct. have an absentee father who signs you like a $12, $20 million contract when you're like 25? Present is correct. Loving is incorrect. I don't, wouldn't describe <laughs> it as loving. I knew you were trying to get the parameters out, but I just wanted to correct you there. Uh, I'll take the family. Uh, who cares? Because if you get the money and there's no family, then you end up Austin Rivers and then you got a podcast that sucks. My podcast doesn't suck. You have millions of dollars. Yeah, but my podcast is good. That's true. I know. Look, hey, we get, we're we sitting at a solid 4.9 average on uh, on, 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 on Apple I, Apple uh, Podcasts. And I know. Show me Austin Rivers. Show me Austin Rivers average right now. Okay, what's the name of his podcast? Do you know it? I don't know. Some bullshit. Just type in Austin Rivers podcast. Honestly, I, guess. I didn't know he had a podcast, but I guess every I don't think he does it still. Now. I don't think he does it still. This is Go when he was off on the with Austin Rivers. Okay. Uh, Jamel? Yes? He's sitting at a 4.8. So our podcast is technically better. But not that much better. But not that much better. I thought it'd be a little better. So knowing that, I definitely am taking the absentee father, but gives me millions of dollars later. Okay. Okay. I mean, hey, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind. I guess, but also in the scenario, you get to be Austin Rivers in the sense that, like, 
while your your father might be uh, you know not around that much, uh, you at least get to trade on the Rivers name. My dad uh, won uh, an NBA championship with the Celtics in 08. Like you know, my dad is do you know who my father is? Kind of stuff. Um, so there's perks to having an absentee father that is also rich and famous. Yeah, you know, and you, you probably get really good at doing drugs too, which is important. They don't teach you that in school. No. You have to teach it to each other. Wait a minute. Is Bam not playing? Really? Uh, injury status for game four. Bam out of bio. As of two hours ago, uh, listed as questionable. Oh, fuck. Does that fuck your entire your entire bet up? Yeah, because everything else is going to happen. Oh, nuts. So they don't just call. If, if, if they offer you the option of Bam Adebayo, you know, has X amount of rebounds and then Bam doesn't play, wouldn't, shouldn't they just call that a wash? Man, you know, betting isn't like moral or just. That's true. It's not a. It's not just. I just got humped. Man, damn it. So he's officially out, huh? I mean, I don't see him in the box score. That sucks. PJ and Trey already got threes. Lame. Uh, I mean, as as of one hour ago, the Miami Heat official team Twitter tweeted uh, that update Kyle Lowry has been ruled out of tonight's game. All others will warm up with the intent to play. So either Bam is going to play or he just warmed up as of, you know, starting an hour ago and then realized he can't play. Man. Man. Man crud. (laughs) Uh, Well, you know, Nikola Jokic, the most valuable player, uh, he he extended the series to five. you know he's down. They're down three one. What do you What do you think? Are they going to be the first team to ever come back from an O three deficit in the playoffs? Uh, no. Uh, I think they lose in Golden State because you know how those fans act. As soon as Steph hits a three, everyone's just going to like start doing backflips. It's going to be like the game's over in the first quarter. Yeah. I agree. I think the series is over. Uh, good on Jokic for not getting swept. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was a fun yeah, game. I don't, yeah, I don't have much. See to... in the second round, uh, Golden War, Golden State Warriors. What Golden do you think? Warriors. Call the them Golden, Golden Warriors. Warriors. Yeah, that's a great. That's pretty good. Yeah. Um, speaking of uh, closing in on a sweep, the Boston Celtics have the Brooklyn Nets. Up against the wall, the three zero deficit themselves. Game four tomorrow. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, you know the way Kyrie played in game one. I didn't think it would go this way, but such is life. Uh, I think they still. I they gotta win this one, right? They gotta uh, win one. I think so. It, it feels like they like they I were close no to winning. Idea how. Game one and game two. Game three was kind of, you know, seemed out of hand pretty much for most of the second half for them. But, uh, yeah, I mean, Kevin Durant just doesn't look like himself. I don't know if it's because he's tired or worn out or just, like, not that into it. Uh, it could be all of it. Looking at Ben Simmons on the 
on the bench would make me not into it. I will say that. Just like <laughs> he did. The, the sight of him. He was wearing the most insane uh, outfit yesterday. Did you did you see that? I mean, yeah, he just he looked like um, the fucking Rugrats character <laughs> with dunks on. He looked like uh, if someone smashed an Oompa Loompa and Willy Wonka together. I just who dresses these people? He chose that. I'm guessing he chose it. He seems pretty uh, pretty focused on his outfits, but not really focused on basketball, which we 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 learned today. Uh, from Woj and Shams that Benson was officially not coming back for game four. It was reported uh, before the series started that he was eyeing an end of late series comeback. And then it was reported earlier this week that he was intending on coming back on Monday. They lost yesterday. And then uh, let's see, I will read Woj's tweet to you in one moment. One Wojment. Read it in a British accent, please. Hello, mates. The Nets and Ben Simmons expected they would be accepted he would be ready to play on Monday, but after getting on the court yesterday, Simmons says he'll walk with some, some back soreness. In the end, the team and Simmons agreed he'll remain out for game four. He lost it towards the end, but I don't you. know. I don't not get at accents. I didn't go to Carnegie Mellon like some people on our on this podcast. Ooh. Ooh. Um, that sounded like shade, but I actually like, yeah, Peter went to acting school. Yeah, Peter and actually, he's really, yeah, good, he's really good at accents. Yeah, it's true. Um uh but thank yeah. you. I've been watching Harry Potter all weekend, so thank you. Jamel, you are in uh New York currently uh you for for a job i won't say what it is i don't know if you can say what it is but you are i'm not sure yeah are you are you you were tweeting that you're not smoking weed are you like in quarantine right now because you have to go to set or like what no. what's, what's the deal why are you staying in you're you're in new york and you're staying inside watching harry potter all weekend uh also i am smoking weed Okay. That, that tweet is from months ago. I just had two drinks and decided I had to empty out the draft folder. Uh, I'm not. Okay. So one day I was staying inside watching Harry Potter. But e, e, the E-Network, Freeform, and then there's like one other channel. There's like a few channels that have the rights to show Harry Potter. And every couple months they decide. We're going to play every Harry Potter movie back to back to back like it's ridiculousness. You know what I'm saying? They're just going to keep playing them. So whenever I leave my uh, hotel room and come back, it's at a different part of the Harry Potter saga. Got it. So it's not that you're sitting around watching it all day long. It's like you're just coming home three hours later. It's like, oh, look, they, uh, they're, in, they're in eighth grade now. Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh, oh Harry's about to get some bitches. <laughs> that's great yeah uh now you mentioned uh ridiculousness and i just wanted to ask is that why um you're saying at the four seasons is because you have so much residuals from ridiculousness yeah 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 the um you know the points on the back end that i'm getting off that show i'm actually staying on the tip the tip of the empire state building just you just put your butt right on it so that it yep. acts like a little like plug and you just you don't move. Yeah, they built I sat up there, put the put the tip right in my booty hole, and then um they built a room around me. 
Yeah. And then he got struck by lightning. Yeah, yeah. But that was just to power the, you know, yeah. the place. Now you have powers. Yes, 100%. Uh, Jamel, let me ask you, speaking of power, uh, do you think Rich Paul is so powerful that he saw all the tweets of people saying Ben Simmons is coming back from game four, he's going to be the first person ever in the NBA to be eliminated in back-to-back games to be eliminated from playoff the playoffs? That like Rich Paul was like, there's no fucking way that he's coming back from game four. Rich Paul, I mean, is he the worst agent ever? Or is he the best agent ever? I don't know. I, can't I think tell. he's probably very good for some people. I think I can't see how this Ben Simmons thing has looked good at all for Ben Simmons. And it seems like it's all being driven by his camp. It's uh, – at least he's got cool sneakers. Yep, sure. Rich Paul's got cool sneakers and he's dating Adele. They're still together? I think so. No? Nice. Rich Paul, Adele. Well, here's a complete relationship timeline, and apparently there were rumors and that they broke up, and Adele corrected them, and now they might be engaged. I mean, They might I be secretly know. engaged. I don't know what to think, because it's not Rich Paul's fault that Ben Simmons doesn't understand, like, what competition is <laughs> – or how to shoot a basketball, that's not his fault. I don't think it's his fault, but the idea – so, I don't know. If you've been following the Ben Simmons is coming back in the playoffs uh, uh, story at all, you'll know that uh, it seems like Clutch Sports, Rich Paul's agency who represents Ben Simmons, has been leaking information to Woj and Shams about how Ben Simmons is coming back in game four – and then reporters will ask Steve Nash, the head coach of the Brooklyn Nets, like, we're excited. Like, hey, is Ben coming back on Monday? And Steve Nash will say, I haven't heard anything about that. And when when asked about it today during press meetings, uh, our press, uh, Jamal, you, did you freeze me here? Oh, you're here. Okay. You're Sorry, so I, still for a moment. America's Funniest Home Videos is they're doing bad backflips right now. <laughs> Well, today, uh, Sunday, as we're recording this, Steve Nash basically said, I have no idea what's going on with Ben. Things change hour by hour with him. Yo, that's not good, man. It's really not good. That's not good news. It sounds like frustration on the head coach's part, honestly. Like, he's probably just like, I don't fucking know what's going on with this guy because nobody tells me. They His people tell fucking Choms, like get this out there. And then I learn about it because someone tells me they saw a tweet. It's he's unmanageable. He's a terrible coworker. And once again, I don't know how much of this is rich Paul's fault because Ben Simmons was doing this before he signed with clutch. That's true. So maybe, maybe it was, yeah, maybe it's not rich Paul like pushing it. Maybe it's maybe maybe Ben Simmons was like, I'm coming back for sure. And then he got cold feet and was like, I'm not coming back. And Rich Paul had to like tell, you know. I knew he wasn't coming back because all the goofy fucking faces he makes. Yeah. I do want to say, uh I did say on, on a few podcasts earlier this season that I, I was like, I guarantee Ben Simmons does not play this year. Good call. Hey, let's um, give so, you one. And I do want to say I also go back to uh 
I think it was the the episode right before the start of the playoffs. I think it was maybe our Thursday episode before the beginning of the playoffs. Uh, I said that the Brook, there's no way the Brooklyn Nets are winning this series. I don't believe in them as a team. And it looks and like they're were, about to get swept. you were also right. I believed. I did believe. I And it's like, it was crazy for me to believe because I also knew that the Celtics were very good. Head, head and shoulders the best team in the East for the past three months. Mm-hmm. Since, Maybe basically like, since December. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I knew that, but I just was like, I I can't go against Durant. I, you know, the emotions, the town started to kick in. Yeah, it did. It did. I mean, I also, I remember saying uh, that I do believe in Kevin Durant. I do love him, and it pained me to say it. But, I, yeah, there's no way the Celtics weren't going to win the series, and it looks like I was right. So, everyone, I got another few weeks of credibility to, to go home <laughs> Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, my my big prediction is still alive, but barely. It's on life support that the Mavs are going to make the West Finals. Oh Luka yeah, came, Luca came back and looked good, and then they lost. Devin <laughs> Donovan Mitchell, <laughs> Donovan Mitchell decided to pass to Rudy Gobert twice in one game, which hasn't happened since the last leap year. Yeah, and they got a win. That is crazy. Uh... Yeah, let's 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 talk about Utah for a minute. Is there any way that this team is looks the way this roster looks come this time uh, October? Honestly, yes, but it shouldn't. You know, the correct decision is, you know, rebuild, start over. But I don't know when you when your team is consistently making it to the playoffs, the team like. Ownership is making so much money if your team is just consistently in the playoffs, not even threatening for titles. If your team can make consistent second-round appearances, you know what I mean? That's like sold-out arenas for an extra two months. That's so much money. And TV money. And uh, and TV money. Yeah. And merchandise money. And Wetzel's Pretzel's getting that money. And also, you know, it keeps the lights on for a lot of the part of the organization who are, you know, basically only there for the NBA season. Uh, you got concession workers. You got the broadcast team. You got, like, uh, certain parts of marketing and everything. So it's, like, just making the playoffs equals tons of revenue and salary for a team. That's so much money. So they're probably like, look, come on. So what if Rudy Gobert's French? Just keep, just keep doing it, and you know Donovan Mitchell is probably like I'm gonna kill him because I also th- I think Donovan Mitchell is like a, a weirdo maniac too. We don't talk about it a lot, but he we gave don't himself talk about Donovan. No, no, no. He gave himself his own nickname, which is only something that a crazy person does. Um, he also uh, remember the Rookie of the Year thing. Speaking of Ben Simmons, the little beef they had, and he wore that sweatshirt that had the definition of rookie on it. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's the courtiest thing ever. That's basically – it's akin to snitching, I think. Yeah, a little bit. It's a little bit like, come on. What are you – what? Who fucking cares, dog? His head's too small. You know something's wrong with him. (laughs) I think he also wants uh, to be in a bigger market. And he probably will get that wish. Good luck at the Knicks, man. Yeah. 
They'll love you for three weeks. That's true. Remember how fast they turned on Randall like two weeks into this season? It was almost like they didn't make the playoffs last year at all. Yeah. We went from bing bong to I want to destroy every person on this team, like from Knicks fans. Like, well, uh, you know, but to be fair, I I still want to see Davis Berton six feet deep underground. <laughs> like that's just that's just how I feel, and I don't know how to change it. I don't think there's any need to change it. He can go to hell. Spencer Dinwiddie could go to hell. Watching him miss the last shot in the game yesterday was beautiful. Even though I wanted the Mavs to win, just so I could be right in the long term, watching Spencer Dinwiddie fail is it's straight up drugs to me. <laughs> hey, I get it. Jamal, do we want to talk about the Milwaukee Bulls series? I mean, that's, that's uh, good on the well, Bulls for pulling one out, but there's no way that yeah. they – even with Chris Middleton, you know, out for a little bit, I think there's no way Giannis loses another game to the Bulls. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna spend. I'm gonna give you about three sentences on this. Um, we tried as hard as we could to not talk about Grayson Allen. <laughs> the Grayson and, Allen like, game today, baby. Yeah, like when we were talking about like who's gonna step up for Middleton, I said Wes Matthews and Brooke Lopez. <laughs> before I even thought about saying Grayson Allen. And I'm going to keep it that way. I, I'm i just not – I refuse to give the man his propers. He'll be fine without love from me. Yeah, he shot 10 of 12 today, uh, 6 of 7 from 3 for 27 points. A great uh, game. Fantastic game for a guy that is like probably what? What is he, like your, your eighth guy coming off the bench? Uh, seventh guy in the lineup it looks like. Um. Yeah, Grayson Allen played so well that uh, Thanasis Antetokounmpo got to play sometimes. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty ridiculous, but uh, yeah. Hey, turns out the Bucks are just fine. The Bucks will be fine, uh, and I think they take it from the Bulls. P- uh, Phoenix, Phoenix, uh, and, and New Orleans are Phoenix. playing. Playing tonight, uh, game three. Obviously, Devin Booker out. Uh, do you predict? Anything. I mean, obviously Devin Booker is huge, but it seems like between Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton that they are still very capable, and it's going to require a very kind of young and uh, immature kind of Pelicans team to yeah. have Brandon Ingram have a, like a, just freak games every every game. What did I tell you? What did I tell you? What did Chris Paul do? Put it to bed in the fourth. Okay. <laughs> what did I tell you? And I mean, I don't expect anything different. And it's like it's it's also based off the fact that he played there. Like, if it was any other city, I'd be worried. But just the fact that Chris Paul has a history there is enough. That's enough spite. He has enough spite built up to to carry him through that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, different franchise entirely, though, right? Oh, 100%. Not the same team. None of the same people in the front office, but does not matter. And Chris Paul's just like looking at them angrily. We're like, we weren't here, Chris. This wasn't yeah, he's just a like, different I, team. I don't You're mad at fuck. the wrong people, Chris. Please. I don't give a fuck, front office, man. Get these mid-range jumpers right to your dick. 
<laughs> yeah, he's so good. I, I, I it's so weird. Uh, me, me liking Chris Paul in the year 2022 uh, was not something I would have ever predicted. Hey man, it's been you know the 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 pandemium, the Panamanian, it fucked with our brains, dude. We're different people now. Um, it's very true. Heat Hawks. Hawks took one. I don't know. I don't see any way that the, the Heat don't win this series. They're currently playing at, in the first quarter right now. Atlanta is up one, 26-25. Uh, I don't know. Do, do you think the, the Hawks have it in them to, to take the series? I mean, it's going to be tight, man. No Bam Adebayo. It turns out he is playing. Oh, okay. There you go. So your bet He's is still the- alive. My bet is still alive. He's in the box. He just he's got eight minutes and three boards. What do you need out of him to hit? Eight. Eight. Oh, three boards. Bro, look, I'm no match genius, but that that's he's gonna he's on pace to get twelve. As long as he does you know what I'm saying? As long as he said prayers, you know what I'm saying? Keep fucking goddamn with the goddamn, you know what I mean? Absolutely. Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. Is Jimmy Butler the best bad three point shooter? in the history of, of it. A hundred percent. I mean, there was a, he caught a pass at the end of the game. It was like a one possession game. They had the last shot and he turned down in open three. He was two steps behind the three point line with the clock running out. I mean, you're not going to get a better look than where he was. And he decided to take a dribble because he just hates shooting threes. And yet, I think he averaged less than 25% on three uh, from three-point land this season. And yet, if he gets an open look at a three, I'm like, I believe he's going to hit it every time. I'm. He's, you know, he's just a gamer, as they say. Just a goddamn gamer. Um... All right, should we talk about the final, I think, series we haven't talked about yet? Uh, yeah, but before we do that, take a guess at how much a Oklahoma City Hornets, a red Valentine's Day Oklahoma City Hornets jersey is on eBay. Bobby Jackson. Bobby Jackson? Uh, I don't think I realized he was on the Oklahoma City Hornets. Um I'm going to go ahead and guess uh, $37. $4,000. What? Yes. $4,000 are best offer. Is it because it is <laughs> it's know, just so rare? Empty, like you, like you, they were only playing there for one season? Yeah. And because it's the red one, which is only – they only wore it on Valentine's Day. And I believe uh, Cash Money Records – Wore it in a, a Lil Wayne and Baby music video. Oh, hold on, I'm pulling. And this I think, up. I think it. it's one of the ones where Wayne and Baby kissed. <laughs> you mean my dreams every night? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, which it's weird because you can also get, uh, you can get a Chris Paul Oklahoma City Hornets red jersey for three hundred dollars. But that Bobby Jackson dude, come on, man! Why is the Bobby Jackson one four thousand? Because he's the sixth man in the century. Is it an authentic? I think so. Oh, it is. At least that's that's what they want. 
us that's what they want. It's better be a fucking authentic, but it is. Uh, oh, it's cute. It's got the little special edition Valentine's Day tag. Yeah, what's up? Does Oklahoma just love Valentine's? Why are they acting like that? Maybe. Look, if you're if you listen to this, uh, go to patreoncom pod. We need to get Jamal this this four thousand dollar jersey, and that's going to require at least another three hundred Patreon subscribers. Uh, you're not wrong. Come on. Yeah. Uh, okay. Jamel, time to talk about the Sixers and the Raptors. Let me just start by saying I apologize for trying to uh, convince you to be happy. <laughs> I was wrong. I was wrong to do that because I knew we all know how this ends and you should never be happy watching the Sixers in the playoffs, and I apologize for suggesting that things would be okay. Yeah, uh, for listeners that are maybe dropping in or missed a few episodes, I've been very down on the Sixers. Even when they were up two games, I, I thought the other shoe is going to drop, and uh, and then we we won. Sixers won game three, and I finally gave in to the pressure of Jamel and Peter and said, you know what? I'm all in. I'm optimistic. I'm feeling good about the Sixers. And then game four rolls around yesterday, and oh, boy, was it was it, it kind of bad. It was a rough one. I mean, Embiid, clearly his hand is really fucked up. He has he a did not want to take shots. Right hand, yeah. The vibes were um, off. He seemed down. The team seemed afraid. They played like shit. Uh, I will say – Toronto, like, you know, had their best game of the series, I think. Uh, and then um, they still only beat the Sixers by eight points. That's true. That's true. And this is, you know, Embiid playing with one hand. I mean, I guess you got to assume that he'll get more comfortable with the with the strap on. You know, he'll get a little more comfortable with getting pegged mid-game. <laughs> it takes – you got to work your way up to it some stuff. It takes time to get comfortable with the strap on. It takes time to get comfortable with the strap on. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jamal, I'm, I'm, hap- I'm actually happy. I'm not mad that you got me to be optimistic because the fact – that the Raptors uh, took game four. Uh, it keeps them alive and keeps my prediction of Raptors in seven <laughs> totally alive. That's true. And I think the fact that Doc Rivers is still the Sixers coach, the guy who's given up more uh, more playoff leads than any other coach in history, I think we might see history made. I think the Raptors might be the first team to ever come back from a 3-0 deficit because it's a, it's a line for them. Joel Embiid is injured. Doc Rivers is the opposing coach. Let's go Raptors and seven. The funniest part of it all was um, Doc was acting like he was coaching hard as hell in the last minute. Like he's up off the bench, hands on the knees. It's like now you're coaching hard. He saw Nick Nurse like running around squatting everywhere. He's like, I guess I got to bend over too sometimes. <laughs> Ah, that shit was funny as shit. Like, Doc, sit down. Uh, shout out to Gabe the White Flag. He, Doc, did have he. There's some truly awful 
coaching moves made in game three, uh, which, you know, just awful plays drawn up out of timeouts or, or out of bounds passes, like just, just like moments where it was like Doc Rivers called a timeout to draw up a play and it's like, it's a TV timeout. So like, we're, we're like, you know, it's a two minute timeout. Come back from break. Uh, and then the basic play that was drawn up was just Joel Embiid ISO at the top uh, 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 above the three point line and then take a shot. And it's like, you took two minutes to draw that fucking thing up. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck was going on, but this series brings. But, me... oh, I, oh, I do want to give him his due though, due though before we we uh-huh. move on because I did want to say oh, okay. he had one incredible coaching move and it was calling a timeout when there was point nine seconds left on, on the shot clock because that is what led to Joel Embiid uh, hitting that three that won the game. I mean, yeah, and I'm I, I'm not ready to move on. What I wanted to ask you was. How long is it until we start seeing NBA teams conceding playoff games? We Teams always end up in this situation. You have a lead. You, you have a lead in a series, and your star is hurt. And, like, not only do you have a lead, you have a two-game lead in a four – in a best-of-four series. You're headed back home in the net – you're – your next game is on the road. How long is it until teams start resting their star in these situations? Because it's not common practice yet. No. But teams teams concede whole seasons now. That's, I mean, yeah, uh, they do. Uh, <clears throat> shout out to the Thunder and the Pacers. And the Sixers. Well, I was gonna I was gonna say who, who this season this? both both have like blatantly announced we are tanking this season. The Pacers did it mid-season when they realized they weren't going to go anywhere. Uh, like literal statements made by the front office of like we are blowing it up and we're going to tank, and the league has done nothing about it. But when the Sixers did it, they made us take Brian Colangelo, and that's the beginning of the end for the process. I mean, and yeah, as they should have, because it's bullshit. Why? But I'm saying they're not going to do anything to these other teams. Give every fucking bad team a Colangelo. Punish them. I man, all right, that you don't even get me started because my team tries to win all the time and it doesn't work, and we just get the ninth pick every year. So I don't even want to have this combo. But what I'm asking you is. Should they have rested Joel in game four? And is that the right thing for teams to do generally? Uh, this So apparently this injury is going to require probably some kind of surgery to fix it. So I think resting him one game is – I don't think buying him one day of rest is going to make it heal enough that it, it's going to make a difference. Make a difference? Okay. That's um, fair. But I think generally speaking, like – I think we probably will start to see we could I could see us like I could see us like watching like you know in five years where like you know Dallas is up three nothing and you know Lucas kind of got a sore back so they sit him for game four knowing that like we'll be able to take it in five or six if we need to. I yeah, I think that's probably gonna happen. Why not? 
I mean, that's what I'm saying. I mean, I know I've definitely – I've seen this a bunch of times. A team with a 3-0 lead and then their star is hobbling in the game four. It's like, dude, just rest up. Go win at home. Damn, they should have rested. They should have rested and beat. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think on top of the hand, I think he's also just gassed. He's he's been he's super gassed. He's been healthier than the, the past two years than uh, he he was in the first four or five years of his career, and uh, I think that has led to him playing more games, which means he's just more tired than he probably has ever been uh, in his yeah. entire career. Logging more minutes, the guy gets fouled. 22 times a game, he's just getting hit in the face and hands every game over and over again. Uh, <clears throat> did you know that Scott Foss, or I'm sorry, uh, James Harden and Chris Paul are like a combined like one in 34 in playoff games that Scott Foster officiates? Scott Foster should not be a referee. No. That just has to stop happening. Uh Scott Foster, of course, was the referee for game four between the Philadelphia 76ers and the Raptors. Ironically, James Harden was getting more free throws than he had, uh, than he typically gets, while while Embiid was not getting the same calls that he typically gets. So I think maybe to throw people off the scent, Scott Foster kind of started giving James Harden some more free throws, but was taken up from Joel Embiid. That's devil shit. That's demonic, dude. It's yeah, not right. was 10 for 11 above his season average for, for uh, free throw attempts while Embiid was 7 for 9. I guess he's he averages, I think, 12 free throws a game, uh, free throw attempts, but yeah. I, mm, Harden, I, man, it's, uh, it's really weird that, like, you can't even ask Harden to step up. <laughs> There's like no, it's, there's no reporter. Like, okay, did anybody on ESPN or the the fucking Bleacher Report was anybody like, okay, Embiid's hurt. Was anybody's take that Harden needs to step up? Friend of the podcast, Daniel Hardigan, uh, had that take. <laughs> he and I were texting yeah. during the game. He's, he's like, "Come on, just James, to do it. step up." You know what? But, he, there's a weird there. There is a weird, I think, um, narrative that James Harden, uh, like he's he still scored 22 points, had nine assists and five rebounds in a loss in which he the team like was pretty bad. Like he 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 still is bordering on a triple double almost every night, and he's in like there's a game. I think it was maybe game two uh, of, of the playoffs that people were like. Harden's washed and like the guy had like 15 assists. Like he's getting you, the ball to people and making plays. But you know what I'm talking about, man. Where is the in and out? Where is the shot making? Where is the shot making the shot taking? That was that's pretty disappointing. He James, if there's one thing I would ask of him, and not that he owes me anything, obviously, because who the fuck am I? Uh but, man, just fucking stop helping for fouls because they're not giving it to you. Like, they're still giving it to other people, but they're not giving you the foul hunting because you were the face of foul hunting. Yeah, and, I mean, you got you got an MVP off of it. So they decided that you couldn't – they weren't going to give you another one. Yeah, and even if, like, he is – he does get fouled uh, 
pretty regularly gets no calls because it's like it's him, you know, initiating the contact or, or tricking people into it or whatever. Like, but yeah, I mean, he just has to realize like, bro, they're not going to call it for you. Just take a take a shot, take an actual shot. Don't don't just try to get contact and then throw the ball up wildly. It's it's really weird to see. Yeah. Because, like, Chris Paul is aging, and he can't do things that he used to could do, but he didn't forget how to shoot. No, but Chris Paul, I think, is a good example of still getting the foul hunting calls. Well, He's very good at tricking people into fouling him. Well, because he actually goes to the rim in a real way. He's, like, getting hit in the side, and he's not, like, the way he gets hit doesn't involve his arms flailing. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Maybe if James Harden, like, learned to not – Act like a Muppet. Yeah, he's doing that Muppet shit and nobody wants to see it anymore. Yeah, stop imitating Kermit the Frog in the beginning of the Muppet show. And, and start imitating Fozzie the Bear from Muppet's Christmas Carol. Yes. I was going to say Sweetums. Okay, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Uh, I, I think obviously the Sixers are going to win the series, uh, probably realistically, but you know. So hauling out hope for Raptors in seven. <laughs> well, I hope you get what you want, Benner. Uh, we got one last one to talk about. Tee us up. We do? Yeah. The fuck? The Grizzlies Wolves, you freak. How the fuck did I forget that? Oh, my gosh. I'm a naughty little boy. You were a big freak boy. Uh, Memphis, Minnesota, currently tied at two Man, uh, what a what a series this has become. Uh, I think John Morant is kind of the key for the Grizzlies here. He's not been playing very well. He's key. He came back from injury just for the playoffs, and uh, he's not been his John Morant self. He even I mean, said that, yeah. not me. And that's fair, but you know he's still a great leader. They erased a twenty point deficit twice, mm-hmm. but. As I predicted once again, I don't think we talked about it, though, but at least in my gambling, check my receipts. Check my receipts, folks, because I had Cat coming up off the mat again like Zagreus in Hades. He just keeps coming back out of that pool of blood again and again. If I'm a Wolves fan, I would love it if the – if coming out of the the pool of blood was not didn't like always have to be preceded by a death, because he's he's currently he's playing awful and then he has a great game. He's playing awful and then he has a great game. Yeah, not uh, the most consistent young man. Maybe have like two or three great games in a row. That'd be cool. Yeah, I think you know in Hades you start to start to get a rhythm. Have you maybe one yet? Yeah, yeah, I did. I mean, a bunch of times. I'm at the part now where, you know, I got the fucking, I got the fucking pact of punishment set on 32. I'm trying to unlock that last statue. Um, yeah, I think you told me this, but wasn't there one weapon that you uh, that you hadn't beaten him with yet? Probably the bow. That goddamn bow and arrow bullshit ass bow and arrow shit. I should. I got a plane trip coming up, coming to the East Coast in a few weeks. Maybe I'm going to bring the switch and uh, try to get some good plane Hades time in. It does make a flight go faster. I will say that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, do you think 
Minnesota will take this series, or I mean, it's two two right now. Uh, they they look great some nights; they look awful other nights. Uh, Memphis, you know, Memphis is like proven that they are kind of able to like outplay the Wolves a lot, but like it's also they get themselves in holes. Like they they shouldn't always have to come back twenty points to to win a game. I think I'm coming. I think I'm going. I said it's either Minnesota and six or Grizzlies and seven. So I think I'm just going to commit to Grizz and seven here, and just call it Grizz and seven. I'm, I'll agree with that. I think the more Morant plays, the better he's going to get. Yeah, and I mean, because him, him not as himself isn't bad right now. It's true. I mean, yeah, he he was kind of bad for three quarters last night, and then uh, and then basically willed the Grizz back into the game. Willie Grizz. Uh, shout out Desmond Bain. Uh, Bain. Desmond Bain. Uh, I, I did not predict him becoming such a good player. Uh, yeah. He's like a little swole. He's like a little swole little guy. I do a bit on Twitter where I uh, am constantly comparing him to Yoshi. Because he just kind of oh. looks like Yoshi when he when he's when he's dribbling out there. Ben, are you 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 get on Twitter? No, I'm not on Twitter. What? Huh? Oh, I, yeah. I was about to say. I was, huh? All right, Jamal. Well, you think you, you think you know a guy? All right, Jamal. Got anything you want to plug before we get out of here? Uh, besides the plug that is in my butt, also known as the Empire State <laughs> Building, I. I just want to plug this. Listen to this some more. Listen to Airbuds again and again and again. Oh, and uh, SLCT stop in the East Village. Shout out to them, them guys. It's a really good vintage store. I got some pretty wacky t-shirts, and they held yeah. me down. And I got a, I got a cross fade. I got a cross colors denim jacket with a hood on it. I look like Malik Yoba. <laughs> At Airbuds Pod uh, on all socials for us at Nonprofit Comic uh, for Jamel on Twitter at Benner B E N N E R for me at uh, Danger Moses on Twitter for Peter. Uh, thank you guys for listening. We love you so much. Happy basketball! Come on, PJ. I just need one more bucket from you tonight, PJ. Come on, I love you, PJ. Private Jet Tucker. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.